Listen to God's word. To the chief musician set to the silent dove in distant lands, a victim of David when the Philistines captured him in Gath. Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? All day they twist my words. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They gather together, they hide, they mark my steps when they lie in wait for my life. Shall they escape by iniquity? In anger, cast down the peoples, O God. You number my wanderings. Put my tears into your bottle. Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know, because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In, in the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Vows made to you are binding upon me, O God. I will render praises to you, for you have delivered my soul from death. Have you not kept my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? The title of this psalm says that David wrote it when the Philistines captured him in Gath. You might remember when I preached from this in 1 Samuel chapter 21, and that was recently. We followed David as he was fleeing from King Saul, and he finally took refuge, he finally hid among the Philistines, the enemy of the people of God, the very, the very city of the giant Goliath. That's how desperate David was to find relief from King Saul's pursuit. But he didn't find much of a refuge there because the Philistines recognized him. This is, this is our enemy. Let's get rid of him while we have the chance. And it's at this point that David pretended to be insane. He babbled, he scratched on the gates, he drooled down on his face and on his beard. This act was so convincing that the king of Gath didn't, did not arrest him to kill him, but sent him away as being no threat at all. And very interestingly, at this at what in for Samuel appears to be such a low point of David's fears, David also expresses this psalm and the trust that he learned in the midst of it. The fear he had is expressed very well here. Enemies hounded him day and night. They chased him from one refuge to another. They twisted his words. They plotted evil against him. They tracked him. They set traps for him. They forced him to wander far and wide, far from his family, his friends, and from formal fellowship with the Lord. You get in a, a sense of the emotional toll of this in verses 8 and 9, where David speaks about the tears 
that he shed as he cried out to the Lord in fear. This is real uh, Christian life that David is expressing. When I preached on the passage, I looked deeper at the, the fear that David had in this crisis of faith. Trials that we have in this life press on us. They, they bring out tears. They, they bring genuine doubts about God's goodness and about his purposes. And I want you to remember that and maybe even go back and listen to that sermon. But the force of this psalm is to express faith in the midst of that trial. For this meditation, I want to really expand on that. You can see it especially in verses 3 and 4, and they're repeated later in the psalm. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? I've taught these words to my children. I have sung them with them on dark nights when they couldn't go to sleep. Steve Green has a simple version of this that I've used especially. It's one that, uh, that came to mind and that we used over and over again. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. I will trust in you. I will trust in you. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise. I taught them to my children so that their minds that were racing with fear and with doubts could be directed to God in the midst of that trouble. And this is what David learned in the midst of his troubles, that he would direct his thoughts by the promises of God by the word of God that was given to him. He would direct his thoughts to a God that he could trust. Verses 8 through 13 provide reasons for that trust. God hears you when you cry to him. Your tears are precious to him. He collects them, as it were, in a bottle, as if that was something that he would remember and in remembering, he would answer. And as David says, I know God is for me. And if he is for me, what can man do to me? He has delivered me. He will deliver me, especially delivering my soul from death. A reference to the saving power of God that's offered through Jesus Christ. So in this psalm, David expresses both his fear and his faith. And it provides an important lesson for us as well. That although fear and faith seem to be contradictory, in the Christian life they are often companions. I want you to think about that the next time you go through fear, that there is companion in the midst of your fears. And the companion is, is not just faith, it's a person. The companion is Jesus himself. These are his words, too. 
because as he faced the fear of death, the fear of the wrath of God poured out on him, he expressed this same thing. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you and God whose word I praise. I pray that as your mind races, as your heart is turned upside down in the midst of trials, that out of the depths of that, out of the depths of your fear, that you would place your trust in Christ, the only one who can deliver you. Let these words be one of your guides, one of the helps to direct your ideas or or your mind and your fears to Christ. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Let's sing this. We'll be using the A selection throughout the month. We'll sing that first selection now, Psalm 56A. Please stand to sing. Mm-hmm. 